0: Today is Wednesday, June 14th. The title for our devotional is Time. In the first few weeks of this campaign, we're going to look at how some of the less formal, less religious aspects of life draw us to worship. Before we dive into them too deeply, however, we must explore some necessary components of worship. Yesterday, we touched on the necessary component of humility in worship. To worship God, we must view Him as so glorious, so transcendent, so beyond us, that we simply pale in comparison. Today, we're going to focus on the necessary component of time. Worship requires time, margin to adore, contemplate, and revere. In his book, Soulkeeping, John Ortberg notes two of Dallas Willard's comments to him that are particularly relevant here. On one occasion, Dallas told him, Hurry is the great enemy of the spiritual life in our day. He said, You must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. End quote. He helpfully notes the difference between busyness and hurry. Busyness is an external function of our environment. Hurry is a condition of your soul. He later says you must arrange your day so that you are experiencing deep contentment, joy, and confidence in your everyday life with God. These ideas have been incredibly formational in my life, so much so that I wrote them in my daily planner to remind me of them when I start to feel hurried. They also influenced John Mark Comer to write his book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, which is fantastic as well. We see this theme of step step stopping and unhurrying our life, most notably in Scripture in the theme of Sabbath. This theme is written into the fabric of creation. We read in Genesis 2, 2 2-3, And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. The Hebrew word translated here, rested, is the word Shabbat, or Sabbath. Depending on the context, the word can mean to stop, cease, or to rest. The Sabbath has been described by Abraham Heschel as a cathedral in time. He writes, The Sabbath is to time what the tabernacle and temple are to space, a cathedral in time. On the seventh day, we experience in time what the temple and tabernacle represented in space, which is eternal life with God in a complete creation." End quote. That's a quote worth reflecting on. Just as cathedral is the space in which we gather to worship, so the Sabbath can be viewed as the time in which we set aside to worship. Of course, we should view everything we do as an act of worship to God, but I think it is still so important for us to set apart a certain amount of time as sacred to God. We do this by intentionally stopping, ceasing from our work to worship. Much can be said on this, but the Bible Project guys say it much better. So you can t- check out the page uh, that I've linked you to in the devotional for a much larger, longer discussion on the Sabbath. To be clear, in the progressive revelation of Scripture, I do not believe New Testament Christians are held to the Sabbath as a law. I won't go into the details of texts that reveal this to be true here in the New Testament. Instead, I believe it's simply best practices for Christians to experience the abundant life of Christ. This practice is especially relevant because of our cultural value of busyness and distraction. To worship, we must first stop. Say no to busyness and distraction, and create margin to worship and to be with God. For reflection time today, just reflect on your time. Do you have a regular, scheduled, carved-out time to worship? Doing so will help you ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life, as Dallas Willard told John Ortberg. Proactively plan your day to experience the, quote, contentment, joy, and confidence in your everyday life with God, again, as Dallas Willard said. This will require you to say no to other, less valuable things. So what must you say no to in order to make space for worship? Now be careful that you're not just saying no to make space for non-worship or other things. We say no to other things to make space for worship. But be sure worship fits into that scheduled, regular time with God.